0: I came in ready to fight Yeah,
1: no one else was ready to fight but me so I was a one sided battle (laughs) he came in he
0: came in like Frank Reynolds so anyways I started
1: blasting (laughs) no one said anything and I was ready are you ready for me to yeah go ahead ahead. we're We're live they've been listening to chiptunes for 20 minutes yeah we apologize (laughs) I apologize that is 100% my fault no award-winning white woman. No, unfortunately.
2: So uh, did you see that um, Dan Danhausen has uh, written a song for Billy Guns uh, and his sons? Have you oh, heard the yes. song? I
1: haven't heard the song, but I heard I saw that he did it. Oh, it's all right. amazing. So, yeah, it was
2: about 10 days ago. I'm going to play just a little bit of it. Uh, this is from it. the uh, Two Minutes to Late Night YouTube channel. Uh, we have no permission, but I will, of course, uh, link the video in the show notes. I... I think this is quite a good song. It's going to start with a little bit of a preamble from Dan Housen himself. We'll just let him uh, do what he does so he doesn't Hello, curse yes. us. Dan a wonderful gift to Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. Dan a great friend, great strong friend, Billy Ass, a gift for his I'm wonderful ass now. boys, Try. a new entrance theme song. So that way they can embrace the ass and enter to the proper musics. Dan has has hired musical professionals to do such a thing. Dan Housen brought the lyrics himself. Mm-hmm. The so enjoy. We're the Ass Boys Oh We're the Ass Boys Billy Ass and the Ass Boys Because there is no We're <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <day> <laughs> the Ass Boys <laughs> Uh, it does go on for about four minutes. That yeah. is
0: so good. <laughs> what? That is so catchy. Yeah, is it, it not? It's
2: such an earworm, I listened to yep. it about five times yesterday. Every time I... I'd like going, you know, come back to the computer to do something throughout the entire day. Like, I'm gonna listen to the Ass Boys one more time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just a little little drop of serotonin there. Well, honestly, yeah. like I am picturing like if anyone ever wanted to push for the Ass Boys, like if they ever came out like as a surprise, like open challenge or something, right. I would pop for that. Whether we came or not-
0: out in like the bright red shorts like Billy and Chuck used right. to wear that were real tight. Oh my gosh, and yeah. Just-
1: what about that theme song? Oh my that gosh. Was,
0: that's what that's what I was telling uh Shawnee I love about that song is it reminds me of the songs that Weird Al used to do that weren't parodies but were very obviously in the vein of somebody. Like he did a song about Charles Nelson Riley that sounds like a white stripe song. And it's <laughs> amazing.
2: <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you play the you play the opening. That's where you go from. They're there. doing penis thrust on the wrestling show. <laughs>
2: Hello, it is I Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey,
1: you guys, this is Mickey James.
2: Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW.
1: Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Jumbo. I'm an all-league wrestling referee.
0: I'm good old J.R. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show...
1: This podcast... This show is scheduled for one fall.
0: And it damn sure will
2: be a sovereign honor. Damn sure right, JR. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. The one fall show episode, I think ninety nine.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what you uh, put in the the show notes yesterday.
2: Outstanding. I'm shawnee Constant, and I am here with uh, my co-host today. It is uh it is uh, Chuck and Justin. Do you mind if we set aside the? uh
0: I think so. I mean, the most official... important preamble yeah. is actually not going to happen today unfortunately unfortunately yes erica couldn't uh join us for for reasons that uh we won't get into the personal reasons but they're reasons that hopefully won't keep her out more than a week we'll get yes. to see her next week and talk about all the fun stuff that and uh i have to say kudos to you justin what? not for being late oh shit okay but really
2: I,
1: you, you're trying to give me kudos and then you had to take a jab in the middle of my right, kudos right exactly no i had to set you up and then eh, speaking stick of
2: knife. kudos uh, did you have a snack today
1: I, I see, look, at that's how I didn't grab a drink. I didn't grab a snack. Justin's oh, snack of the week oh. is invisible. Oh, That's no. how, like, the end. Of the,
0: just I so bet, you know.
1: Do you want some chips? I've got some chips. If I could have some chips. Yeah. Yeah, that, my snack of the week is coming to you courtesy of, of Chuck, my, you know, best friend on the podcast, right? We're, we're always here. They're Lay's baked. Oh, sweet. I love getting baked. All right. So, no, Lay. <laughs> <but, hey, laughs> the... Like, just so you know, I care. Like, I I, I didn't grab a drink or a snack because I was rushing through the last bit of my work. Right. Because I genuinely felt bad that you guys were up here ready to go and I was finishing up still.
0: Well, I'm glad that you felt bad.
1: So I felt bad. I do care. It wasn't just like, ah, oh, F them. I'm, you know, they can wait <laughs> on me. Like, no, it was not like that. No,
0: I wanted to say uh, thank you very much for giving us kind of a... a, a- notes of the week in wrestling, yeah. because once I looked them over, I was like, man, it's a good thing Justin wrote this, because I remember, like, two of these things happening.
1: <laughs> like, I remember them happening once I see them, but right. I'm like, that was last week? Oh, trust me, there was a couple, I mean, there's a couple things that stood out, but there was a good amount that I had to scroll through either my tweets or just go straight to the uh, reviews and websites to, like, refresh my memory, but right. Well, my, my pleasure. Um, I appreciate. Any it. way I can contri- contribute? If I have to show up twenty minutes later, at least I did that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, how do we want to jump into this? We have we we have some show notes. Do We want to use some show notes. Do you either of you like champing at the bit to talk about something?
1: Uh, gosh, um, ch- I think the biggest thing to start with is MJF. Okay. And CM Punk. I mean. You know, and br- we brought this up a few times—the reference of Bubba Ray mentioning that uh, you know AEW needs to create some heat, mm-hmm. uh, and rightfully so. There I mean, they've, they've been a company that always gave the fans what they want. We want Adam Page as world champion, we got him. It took a minute, but you knew it was it was coming. Sure, you know stuff like that. And to have MJ, I did not. If you go back before Dynamite, I even tweeted out right before, like, are, do we think we're actually getting a match tonight?
2: Because right, right.
1: You, you thought they would wait till revolution. So you thought this was just some type of shenanigans just to hold over another week. And that's what I thought it was going to be. Even if they had somewhat of a match, maybe 10 minutes and then a DQ or some BS, right? Right. They put on a 40-minute match. Yeah. And then MJF beats CM Punk in Chicago. Like, obviously not clean, which what do you expect from a heel sure. like MJF? But to do that kudos that was i loved it excellent booking that was beautiful booking
0: yeah no excellent booking if i had one complaint that i don't like a long match so especially on a you know a two-hour show like don't eat up half of my show when you've especially when as we you've mentioned over and over again they've got hundreds of people backstage chomping at the bit looking for tv time and
1: that's what bothers me because we complain about that with wwe but we know the reason why they do it is because they're They don't have much going on, especially for a three-hour Raw. Right, like They don't have a lot of people to choose from to put on TV. So we got to have these matches go three segments because otherwise, how are we going to fill three hours? We could have saw the
2: Ass Boys. Right. We
1: could have saw the Ass Boys.
2: (laughs) The Ass Boys. Next week, I'll have the drop that goes, we the Ass Boys. I can't (laughs) wait for that drop. That's going to be be my new favorite drop. That's going to be
1: fantastic. Uh, Yeah, no, but it blows my mind that AEW does that because they have so much. Like They need to really take... I I do my old-school wrestling watch, right? I'm in 2002, but I started in 98. Okay. They need to take a page out of the Attitude Era into the early 2000s, WWF and WWE. In and out with matches. Not one match, goes, not even the main event, goes into a commercial. I don't know why this is, but I get the
0: impression, especially uh, in the WWE, but between WWE and AEW, that there's... A philosophy that one the, one of the things that didn't work in the Attitude Era was that there was too much going on in a two-hour show, and disagree. I, yeah, I disagree wholeheartedly. The fact that everybody had a story from the Godfather and Val Venus all the way up to Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, yeah, like was fascinating because even if it was a character I wasn't super into, there was something interesting happening with right. them every show. Well, so. Sure. There was something I was like, "Man, eh, Stephen Richards is okay," but man, did you see when he did this
1: thing over here? Well, you saw you saw everybody, uh, you know. Like you said, everybody got a story. So whether you're going to the show live or watching it on TV, a good chance you're going to see your favorite, whether it's a main event guy or not. Right. And at the same time, it also they saved the longer ish matches for pay per views mm-hmm. pr- plus premium live event. It's pre- premium live event. Exactly. Uh, they say, and it put like a little more emphasis, and you appreciated those longer matches at the pay-per-views because you haven't seen a match like this in a month. Because on Raw and SmackDown, they're in and out. The the mid-card matches are going maybe five, six minutes. The main event gets what thirteen, right. maybe,
0: without a commercial break. I will give AEW credit in that when they 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 do space out these. Matches that are going to eat, eat up half the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't. It's not like we're getting one of these every single week. Even with you know Brian Danielson, he got like I think the first weekend him and Kenny Omega went for the first half of yeah. Dynamite, and then the next time you saw Brian Danielson do a match like that was against Adam Page, and that was what like two months later. Right. It's not like the WWE where you know we're seeing. 30 minute matches between uh, RK bro and, and who and alpha right. Academy well, every single then week. They,
1: and then they'll, but again, you know, they're doing it cause they need to like, they're doing it with RK bro and alpha Academy. Right. Oh, it's Randy Orton versus Gable. Now it's riddle versus Otis next. Like they have to do that because we need to split four segments. with yeah. One story. So we've got a
0: three hour show. and yes. We don't have enough. We don't yeah. employ enough people to fill That's a three hour insane show Insane to think about. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so uh, they don't, Enforce canon, that's another huge issue. Yeah. You know, right? Like, we, I think we probably all agree that, like, instead of one mad tyrant running the show, if he, if his, if, if he was going to be a tyrant, but he said, okay, here's the deal whatever happens goes in the ledger, and then that's cannon, everything counts. And, and that has to count. But it's the, of course, the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Like, uh, for um, Rumble, we had this whole big preamble about how if, uh, homegirl Sonia, is wearing the jacket. She's management, and right. she's not wearing the, right. the... So she got her ass whipped by... From MMA. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Right. Yeah, Ronda Rousey beats her ass in the jacket. So, in the jacket. So no, she's I didn't suspended, even put suspended, right? together. Have they announced that? No. Have they announced the suspension? Yeah, or she do, should be. Or, we'll see how they... But I of course, Cannon is gone as soon as the show ends. Right. It's, yeah. it's like the chimpanzees on the couch at the end of the episode of... Uh, uh, oh, Married with Children. So married with, married children. with Children. Thank you. Yes. It yep. an episode of Married with Children. Uh, this show might actually be more fun for the listeners if I'm constantly grasping because they're like, it's Married with Children. Yeah, exactly. Chuck can tell me it's Married with Children. <laughs> but That's I said I liked that at one point. It didn't bother me. Oh, well, except for now, nothing is canon. It's right. it is very tedious. Very yeah. tedious.
1: Well, you know, and it blows my mind too with AEW, the, you know, when it comes to booking, right? And it's not necessarily that Dynamite and Rampage are bad, but with the amount of superstars that they have. And clearly, still bring it in, which we'll get to Tony Khan's little announcement. Sure, but I should not be seeing anybody on Dynamite and Rampage Very in my true. brain. Yes, right? Yeah, no, that's absolutely like, fair. If we need, if we're treating Rampage as a third hour of TV, why are you giving? When you had that many freaking people.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. They do a fairly significant promo segment in Ring almost every week for a match that's going to be on that Friday night. And right. that Friday night's only an hour as it is, right? Yes. So it's it's weird that you take some of that two hours that you have um, for a promo. I mean, right. I get it when you're, you, you have CM Punk has come in to the company. It's early in his run, right? Like that's obviously a huge deal, but yeah. Um, do I you think we're,
0: do you think we're at the point now where we do like, we're not at CM Punk burnout levels yet, but do you think we're at the point now where it's like, I don't see CM Punk on like Dynamite this week, but then he does a backstage interview on Rampage. Like, that's fine.
1: I I don't want to go that far. I'm definitely, it's definitely not like, oh my gosh, can't wait to see CM Punk kind of thing. Like he can't believe he's back. I'm comfortable that he's back. I'm used to him being back, which is a good feeling. Like it's good to have him back full time in the middle of the story. Uh, You know, but to me with that extra hour of TV, there's absolutely no reason why I shouldn't be seeing anybody. You know what I mean? Like you have three hours of TV unless there's a reason why they're not there. Like why is, is Sting and Darby Allen just doing a, a 30 second run in? And that's the only thing I get of Sting and Darby Allen. Well, I, week?
0: I think the most glaring one of those is Kyle O'Reilly. Right. Who we haven't seen in weeks. Rusev. And
1: ru- yeah. 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 Uh, Rusev and well. we know Eddie Kingston's hurt. But you know what I mean? like, and, it, and that's what kind of, as much as I am excited as I always will be, no matter what promotion, does a tease like Tony Khan did on Twitter of someone's coming through the forbidden door and they're doing this signing, which, do we think it's Jeff Hardy, by the way?
2: I don't know. Do we know what the exact phrasing of his statement, because wasn't it like the ultimate forbidden door didn't he like really put some some sauce on there? yeah he, he put did. a lot of
1: sauce on it and i feel like it would at least in my brain it adds to why it would be jeff hardy and i feel like he would put that much sauce on it for jeff because he spent jeff has spent almost his entire career with wwe right except for a run in impact that's it so let's see he here we go let's quote his thing
2: i think that'd be kind of a carny way to put some extra zip in Jeff Hardy. I think it has to be someone bigger.
1: So he says, as... You got it on me? I do. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, As referenced on Rampage, I have a surprise on Dynamite. A top wrestler will walk through the Forbidden Door this Wednesday and debut in AEW. More info to come. And then he followed up. By saying the forbidden door can be open for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world, whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with, even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're also welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior comp- prior company. And then they announce whoever this person is, is going to face Isaiah Cassidy right. uh, for a shot to get into the face of the revolution ladder match at revolution. Hmm, okay. Which adds to Jeff Hardy. Cause ladder match.
2: Yeah. Ladder match, Jeff Hardy, um, that whole talk about the forbidden door opening and closing right i don't know it's uh i think that jeff hardy would be gr- uh, again fan service it'd be great fan service he would get a great pop i th- I, I don't want to see more than a short run if we're going to see the hardy boys right like i don't don't want this still to be going on a year from now
1: i want to see one more legit run for jeff hardy that's why you know it kind of surprises me that he claims he was not happy in wwe because from what i was seeing they were prepping him for a legit something right Right. whether it was a story with roman or something like his move to smackdown they had him paired off with drew for a minute and it felt like especially with wrestlemania season here he was going to do something legit at wrestlemania don't know what that could have been but it felt like they were prepping him for something. He had mentioned the dark side, which made people think Willow. Sure. I, and so it just, unless he wasn't liking whatever they thought was big, it seemed as if he was going to get at least one more legitimate push at something. I feel like it had to be
0: creative, man. He had to look at what the creative was and look at how, like we were just talking 15 minutes ago, how they can just pull the rug out from under you at any time because nothing matters and there is no canon. And it was like... Man, if I'm going to have one more run, it's it's not going to be the best it can be here. It's going to have to be someplace else. But
1: I don't think that someplace is AEW. Like again, and I was I was getting at this as much as I am, I will always be like excited to see who's showing up whenever any promotion does a tease like that. The the moment's going to be cool, whether it's Jeff or some or a big name, but like in the long run, what does it mean? Like, what, what can AEW do right now, especially with a, quote, big name? Right. Like, it's a not big as though, name free it's agent. It's not as
2: though there's, like, 20 minutes of TV time every week where you're like, boy, if someone big came and filled this exactly. gap, it right. would be an important story. It's going right. to get sort of... jumbled in with everything else and you
1: look at people who they brought over that people were excited about that aren't doing much andrade is following matt hardy around he hasn't had a match in how long bobby fish and kyle o'reilly you just brought that up
2: like of course if it's jeff hardy that would be a setup to eventually be doubling back around for andrade right like this this would be billed for that one would think I I can't imagine that they're going to sign jeff with the idea of that three years from now we'll have the hardy boys as a tag team champions, right? Like they're going to have to jump into the Hardy boys doing spectacular matches quick. Right.
1: And I think and one that blows my mind is Christian. I can't believe they are wasting whatever, like you can't think he has a lot of time left. Right. And I'm not knocking the relationship with jungle boy and Luchasaurus, but why are you wasting a name like this? And he still looks good to just manage
0: a tag team. It's really, uh, it makes me really happy to hear you make this argument because whenever I make it, it just makes me feel like an old person. No, it's true. <laughs>
1: like, especially with how good he looks. Like time is finite. Why are <laughs> yeah. you wasting it? I can't believe it. Like, it, it, I can't, like, especially because he looks good. If he did, if he was slowing down, if he wasn't, like, we've talked about it. When he showed up at the Rumble, when he had his Impact title run and matches with Kenny, like, th- he can go. He could put on, right. he could probably put on better matches than CM Punk is right now. And right. the fact that they are wasting that I this th- long. I think I would take that bet. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I think CM Punk can still put on better matches than Christian King. And
1: that's not a knock on CM Punk. That's not at all. That's not at saying all. No, it's just
0: good Christian looks. Putting that out yeah, there no, in I the think, universe makes me go, would I take that bet? Yeah, I think I would take yeah. that
2: bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's six. Uh, I, I think it's fairly even. The problem is, is that I don't know that Christian was ever over. Like, see him, you know. Like right. Eights. Well, yeah. The
1: the pop is more for pop. I feel like, for sure.
2: See, I feel like Christian probably is in the exact role he wants to be in. I, I feel. I that's feel what like we would have heard something if if he hated this. That's what I was thinking.
0: I mean, he I, was it right after the Royal Rumble? Was it last week that he'd said uh, either in an interview or on Twitter that like AEW is where he's going to finish his career? Mm-hmm. That he's yeah. very happy where he is, and this is.
2: Well, he, I didn't remember him saying all that. I did hear him say AEW is going to finish his career. Maybe he's going to turn heel and blow up the entire locker room. Oh uh, well, maybe. Go mega heel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you got
1: to remember his little shtick when he came in: outwork everyone. Well, right. now you're just managing a tag team. So it does.
0: Yeah. yeah, it does seem kind of silly that like your f- first t shirt was outwork everyone, and then you stopped. You stop working. <laughs> stop. <laughs> For lack of a better term, you stop oh, working. Man. Well, that's what it is. He's looking to outwork Matt Hardy, who is also only managing. Right, and It's, it's like- just picking up an old feud.
2: Well, speaking of some interviews, I-, I saw an interview with Jericho where he was talking about the fact that he had pitched to Tony Khan fairly recently look it's time to break up the inner circle we're kind of like done right like interesting we've got we're we're essentially we got faces and baby you know baby faces and heels mixed in here and then we're sort of holding back just to like um people are starting to say uh, that they're holding he's holding back the tag teams yep and um but Tony Khan wants to keep the loose affiliation, I think, because it's just easier to keep track of people in, like, smaller pods. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think you need to introduce trios tag teams if you want to keep that sure. relevant. Now, yeah. whether the three hours is enough time to introduce, you know, like, is trios tag uh, ta- belts the most important thing that you can add to this sauce right. at this time? Sure. I don't know.
1: I don't know that you want to add anything right now and I know I've, I have I've been against that idea specifically and mm-hmm. that's not not even that at this point. I don't know that you have time to add anything at this point because there's so many stories that go 2 weeks without anything happening cuz sure. you don't you, whether you don't have time by, by the way you're booking it at mm-hmm. least. And you know, so to add anything whether it's a title, what more people which they're doing this week like you're you're adding which means we're not gonna see people for a certain amount of time. Adam Page hasn't had a match in how long? He's the world champion.
2: Well, he did bring it up in his promo, right? Right. And he
1: brought it, and you appreciate that that they're they're transparent with that, at least he is, but the fact is he's the world champion, he hasn't had a match in how long? And yeah. a, and that's something that WWE has been criticized for a lot. And, you know, honestly, they have more of an excuse because their champion was a part timer. Your champion's a full timer, and he still hasn't had a match in how long.
2: Well, one of the big reasons I think we had a gripe with WWE is because they had been rules introduced where if you, sure. like, you know, again, it goes to a canon thing, right? It yeah. was like one week you automatically got uh, a defense of your title and then one week that just no was no longer the case. Right. And it's like, wait a minute now. So the, I think the- blurring the lines of sports and entertainment, it's yeah. like if you want to suggest this is even kind of like sports, then you have to act kind of like a sport, right? Right. Like no sports just arbitrarily change the rules. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> the players union, oh, wait, they're all independent contractors. They have zero power whatsoever. Ah, the right. players union would be like, no, this is dumb. You're making our jobs worse, right? You're making it so that we believe we can earn more money if we t- are putting on good stories, right. not idiot drivel uh but you know they're just like more drivel sir more drivel more drivel
1: sir well do you want to talk about what's going on in the wwe uh you know i kind of want to stay in aew if you don't mind because i want to a couple things if i'm you know following the little sheet that we have here uh brian danielson i loved that turn because that was that's where i thought it was going the whole time i never thought so i thought because everybody
0: saw it and went oh that's gonna be a great match and i'm like He's applauding him. Mm-hmm. I think he's good. I think he, he wants Mox to be his I friend. I love that.
3: Oh.
1: I love that. You would have like,
2: made, well, made that call last week, Chuck. You would have looked like a brilliant I know. You should have said presence. something. I never uh, see the swerve coming. I'm always, I, I like to be fooled. That's what, you know, that's yeah. part of the.
0: Well, and I think it's one of those things too, where like we all know Moxley is like a force of destruction. So him not immediately punching him in the face means that it's over a period of time Brian Danielson is eventually going to get on his nerves. And he's going to punch him in the face. Yeah, And,
2: and, and even well, if of it, course, we're still going to get the match. Yeah,
1: right, You get the match in the end, <laughs> yeah. whether or not we get a title, a tag title run in the middle, whether or not we actually get a run of them as a tag team, like actually training people like Danielson talked about. That's great. I just love that. That's the route they went because the predictable route was exactly what Chuck said, which everyone thought I thought was, Oh yeah, this is the next match. Sweet revolution. Moxley and Danielson. No, Danielson actually wants to work together. Right. Mox didn't say no. <laughs> you know, I, I, that segment was great. I Those two
0: are great, and they pulled it off beautifully. If he wasn't already in the middle of a story with MJF, I think CM Punk is a better fit for, for hey, I'm going to team up with Brian Danielson, and we're going to run this place kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I, I would say yes, just because Mox comes off as more of a loner yeah. in general than Punk. Does and obviously Punk's been in more tag teams and you know outside of the Shield Mox hasn't really been in one right uh, you know and the only reason why his tag team with Eddie Kingston made sense is because of their history right you know and you know Mox and Danielson have a history in the wrestling business but close wise not really
2: no and I think you're going to eventually see Brian Danielson go heel and isn't I don't he already are we going to talk <laughs> about right, are but we but doing this again I don't think you're going to see CM <laughs> Punk go heel anytime soon although maybe eddie kingston seems to think so. he certainly could just roll either way eddie kingston
0: was in uh in an interview earlier this week and said said he doesn't have anything nice to say about cm punk and he's just doing a nice guy act right now i don't know how kayfabe that is but
2: always a little kayfabe
0: yeah he said we'll see something along the lines of we'll see who the real cm punk is now
1: that he's gotten his first loss yeah yeah i don't know i feel like with eddie kingston you never know yeah, and that, well, I that mean, that dude that's part just of the says fun, shit, right? Which is great. But he just says shit. Yeah, and whether, he may not
2: even know yeah. kayfabe in real life. Right.
1: Like whether or not he was told to say it, whether or not he's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to say this, or whether or not that's how he actually feels, whatever. But, uh, you know, I love that turn that Danielson and Mox said. And listen, on AEW, you had that segment open the show, which, by the way, how about Brian Kendrick getting pulled up for that match last minute? Woo!
2: That was the that's a weird one because man, the things he said are, are is dumb, but yes. it's also like what eight years ago or something. It's eight years there ago. There were a lot of people saying I mean basically he was echoing conspiracy theory of right. like the eighties, nineties, and two thousands. He was a little late for sure. Uh, definitely, the, any apology is uh, <laughs> appropriate. Right, but um, it was weird. I just thought it was weird.
1: I thought the timing was weird. I, I'm not going to, of course, challenge the decision they made. I, they no, made the right I'm decision. No, I'm not
2: saying this is a horrible injustice and demanding. Right.
1: I and mean, he owned up to it, whatever you want to call it, you yeah. know, apologized, did the thing. But I, I thought the timing was weird because they announced that match late and then they pulled it like almost as quick as it was announced. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's the fastest it, anyone's been <laughs> let go from two that's, companies. That's what I mean. Like, did we like announce the match? And right when you announced it, like it popped up and they said, "I no, fuck it. And just take it down like. Right within an hour like the time
0: well, I, felt I, weird. I think in the in the age of Twitter and Facebook and everything too it's it's hard to do your due diligence when it comes to this kind of thing. Yes. So I'm sure um you know the peanut gallery was somebody in the peanut gallery was more than happy to forward a few tweets sure. at sure. to Tony Khan when it was announced and he went oh
1: oh yeah can't can't keep this well on. well and, and it's funny they they make a move like that and the opening segment with Mox and Danielson was great. The last match with MJF and CM Punk, yes, long but was great, booking wise. And that promo with Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes. I yeah, I, I
0: knew you wanted to talk about this. Before we get there, though, do not discount the fact that first of all, Wheeler Yuta had what like an hour and some yes! change
1: and great to effort. jump into
0: a match with Moxley, and yeah, and put on a great performance. But also, we we got you know. We didn't get get him in the ring or on the mic or anything, but we did get our Danhausen
1: fix. And that's and that and here's my and a thought uh, yeah, we talked about about like when are people going to show up on TV? If that late switch doesn't happen, do we not get Danhausen right after he debuts? Yeah, I
2: wonder what maybe there was a shorter segment or a pre-recorded thing. Right, right. But, but uh, and
1: that's the thing I'm talking about. Why yeah. debut a name like him as big as he is? And if that switch doesn't happen, there's a decent chance we don't even get Danhausen mm-hmm. unless it's a replay from last week. Right. On the
2: show. I got a quick game for y'all. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Dan talking Housens uh, was number five in debut uh, t-shirt sales for the first week in AEW. Uh, okay. Right. So first week of appearance in AEW. Right. Uh, he was number five. Go back and forth. Three strikes. Uh, who are oh. uh, the other four? Right in the who game are the show. other four? Okay. Ahead of Danhausen. Who gets to go first? Um, flip a coin here. You got uh, a coin? Right. Yep. Live game show. I don't have one. uh Uh-oh. I forgot I'm on camera. I can't pretend to flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not rigged. It's not like
2: football. I'm oh, just wondering of you to can us. go first. It doesn't really matter. Justin,
0: I'll defer to you. No, you
1: can go being first. You're so nice to me today. What I happened? Well, oh.
0: uh, I feel bad that I've been you know, mean to you. No, you don't. That's since lying, the beginning dude. of the beginning of the year.
1: I'll find out the real reason. But you
2: got five.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, CM Punk's still up there.
0: Absolutely. Of CM course. Punk number one, of course. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I'll say Sting.
2: Sting, uh, yes, indeed.
1: All right, I'm now not, it's now
2: it's getting that's only fun. Two okay, yeah, too.
1: Uh, I, I'm not a thousand percent confident, but I gotta throw one in there. Britt Baker,
2: no, Unfortunately, all men in this. Uh,
0: no, this oh, okay, that's a, that's a good clue there. So it wouldn't be, uh, yeah, I was gonna say if
1: it's not Britt, there's no other women that would really,
0: yeah, that's true. And, and this is in the oh. debuting of their first week, yes, on, on once say, okay, so who. Who debuted? How about
1: oh oh? Uh, I'm understanding.
0: How man. about FTR?
1: Nah, so it was worth a shot. Debut. I guess. Oh, Christian.
2: No, really?
0: No. You got
2: two strikes, Justin. No,
0: sir. Wow.
2: Uh uh. Uh John Moxley. John Moxley uh, oh. did. Although I don't remember. Was he like first week? Maybe he was just like sales, like, when yeah, they opened the first gate. Yeah, because yeah, so I one think other the, very person. First,
0: the very first dynamite, we didn't even know he was there. And then he came out and put Kenny Omega, I think, through a glass table. So you got one yeah. person and one strike.
2: And this is the number three overall. CM Punk was number one, Sting, number two, John Moxley, number four, Dan Housen, number five.
1: <sighs> don't look it up. I'm not looking at <laughs> <up>. this <right. laughs> I'm nervous with less yeah. options. Um, Debuts, debuts, man. Who debuted? The time for talk is over. Ruby Soho. It's time for the. He already said there were no ladies. Damn it, Matt Hardy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Mark Henry. Rock <laughs> Lesnar?
2: No, it was uh, Adam Cole, baby. Oh! <laughs> how did we
1: forget Adam Cole, I would baby. say Danielson if it wasn't just a
2: white fucking t-shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Therein lies the problem. I mean, I, technically I won by default, right?
0: Yes. I mean, yeah, mean, you won. Yeah, she out. Yeah. Man. Nice. But... Uh, so yeah, let's get to Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes. Cause yes. I saw your tweet. I know this upset you very much. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking the other side.
1: I'm not saying you're wrong at all, but I, it's just unnecessary. Right. And it goes first off unnecessary. If you want to start at the fact that again, we have so much other talent sitting right. backstage doing right. nothing and you decide to waste how much of TV time for this shit. Like don't,
2: I so- think what they're trying to do because I thought it was very interesting that he actually came out and he said like an old conservative misogynist right like things that you are right. like automatically canceled for quote unquote right like sure. so they are trying to position him as so far right wing that Cody is more less of a conservative fella cuz that ah. they see why people are booing Cody. The people are booing Cody because he's a conservative who is also in a biracial marriage And it's like, wait a minute, he's showing that a conservative can do all the things that the canceling side wants. And the canceling side is still saying, "Uh, no, we still don't like you because of your politics. Right. (laughs) And so they have this guy coming out, and he's going to be like the Rush Limbaugh of the show, where he's just going to torch it. The problem is is it's cringy, cringe, cringe, cringe. Yes. People are, okay. so AEW fans, I love you all dearly. You are my people. I love you. Shut the fuck up, Chants are gross and rude, especially when directed it's at true. a female superstar. Thank you. I really, really hate it. Yes. And I get where they're going with Dan Lambert with the whole I'm a conservative misogynist. Yuck, yuck. You know, it's like it's getting some heat, getting some heat. But yeah, it just turns into one giant cringe fest, right?
1: Yeah, and you no, know, it doesn't. And here's the thing, it goes back to being ignorant in the sense of booking. People are not going to cheer Cody Rhodes no matter what you do. Right. Well, Period. that's what
0: that's what I thought. This whole thing, because obviously this is leading to more Cody Rhodes Dan Lambert drama. Uh, but that's what I thought. Like, this was just another segment of like, how far is Cody Rhodes gone as far as the like, will they boo his wife? If we put her in the ring with Dan Lambert, who is supposed to be. And they already have deplorable and they did. And they already have and they
1: did. And it's like, you're putting way too much faith in the world because here's, I mean, not to make a negative, whatever, but there's a lot of assholes out there. Okay. And for example, I went to a raw a few years ago. I can't remember what year. I just remember Alexa bliss and Oscar were in a a feud. It was heading into a WrestleMania.
2: It's a good feud.
1: And Alexa bliss mentioned, Live at the show when Asuka was, you know, in the promo, I can't even understand what you're saying.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm with my girlfriend who is Asian. Sure, this leads to fans chanting racially insensitive things in the crowd. Yep, now obviously they didn't go too far in the show, but again, you're dealing with the public, yeah, you're in front of a live audience, right? It's so now you have. Like in their minds, we're gonna get this guy be sexist, talk about hitting a woman, right? right. I want right. to slap the shit out of you, uh, you know. Be all this, you know, that he is. Assuming the crowd's gonna be like, f right. this guy. You're and- thinking, oh, a man's gonna hit a woman, so he must be the
0: worst guy ever. Everyone's right. gonna hate no, on him. No, because the then-
1: unfortunate truth is, there are assholes just like him in the crowd in right. every single crowd, mm-hmm. and that's gonna lead to chance. And clearly, a majority of the crowd was the- were those assholes. Period. Well, it is Chicago. It is Chicago, right? <laughs> I, I, I so love Chicago. Even my sister's in Chicago. And, 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 and say anything bad about Chicago. And to say, and, you know, yeah, my brother lives out there too. So whatever. But here's the thing: the fact that, like, that he does says everything he said, and still the crowd was leaning toward Brandy, right? And he even said, "You make me look good." Right. You make me so he at least knows it. Whether or not the writers know it, like. Nobody, and and that's fine to boo Brandy. It's I'm not. There's nothing wrong with not liking Brandy and Cody. Right. What's wrong is thinking that whatever the game plan, the end goal was to take someone that we know we don't like. Hey, Black History Month. We're gonna put a black woman out oh, there. I didn't even
0: think about that. And
1: we're gonna have this white dude come out and openly talk about wanting to slap the shit out of her. Openly talking about being sexist. And we're gonna degrade her. Talk about her her figure, her all, everything. Right. And we're gonna have the entire crowd, three men, crowd around her saying this shit, and the entire crowd's gonna go with it. Right. What a horrible look! Right, I have never been more uncomfortable watching a wrestling. I can't remember the last time I was this uncomfortable watching a wrestling segment. It was completely unnecessary and it's it's a story that even outside of all that isn't that no one wants to see Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes in a promo battle that's the thing is that i
0: do think that Dan Lambert is a heat machine
3: mm-hmm. but he i
0: try so hard to be but i don't know that like putting him in a feud with the Rhodes family is the best use of him as a heat like cuz you want you want the person on the other side to come out looking like an even stronger baby face right. and i and obviously it's not going to work with
2: cody right well it's also though to introduce these mma fighters in yeah, yeah. matches right and so you get the <laughs> Which, again, team, why? But like, I, yeah, I don't We know. already have enough talent. Why are we doing this? I don't like are, fans are, are clamoring for that. I don't know that a whole bunch of people from MMA are going to shift well, over.
1: And you heard the same thing going into the last pay-per-view uh, when they, they were fighting the inner circle. That was the one part of the pay-per-view no one cared to see. Right. Yeah. We don't want to see that Absolutely. match. Stop giving that. And honestly, yeah, Dan Lambert's a heat machine because he tries too hard. He just says the most insensitive shit on TV. It's not 2002 anymore. Right. And the problem is as much as you know, you you can fight you throw to cancel this, fight, whatever, they are doing this in front of a live audience. And there is a very good chance, whatever, whether he's being sexist, whether he's being, you know, slightly racist, whatever he's doing and saying, he is most likely talking about people that are in the crowd. And then you're gonna turn the other half of the crowd into him in the sense of these chants. Right? Like I had I I took my girl home after that segment, halfway through the show. Mm. We did not stay for the rest of Raw. Because how do you feel when oh, you sure. now have a bunch of people, a stadium full of people chanting these things because the show started it? Right. And it's not a knock on Alexa Bliss. The poor girl said what she was paid to say. Right. Right? And it's not, nothing against her. But the like, do not put this shit in your storytelling. You are not in the Thunderdome. You are not it's, in front of an empty audience. It's
0: definitely one of those things that I wish I wish wrestling was a little bit more sophisticated as a storytelling tool than it is because I remember years and years and years ago. This this goes back to like it might have even been Gene Snitsky. <laughs>
2: um but not I
0: I wanted somebody, yeah, I well I wanted somebody to um because this goes back to what was the um the guy that the Undertaker uh Paul Bear, no, no, it was the the um, Eastern Indian guy that Muhammad the, Hassan. Muhammad Hassan. I wanted somebody like Gene Snitsky to say horribly racist stuff about Muhammad Hassan during their feud. During, I wanted them to have a feud because and I thought Gene Snitsky would be perfect for this because he wasn't doing nothing, but to be horribly racist, but then turn over this new leaf one after he'd gotten beaten a couple times and be and and be like. I was horribly racist. I'm sorry, Muhammad Hassan, you are just like me. And they'd be buddies again. But wrestling is not sophisticated enough to tell that story.
1: And even that is too risky for me. And again, it's not necessarily... I mean, of course, it's the performers that they're uncomfortable too. But you are in front of a live stadium full of people that are going to support these
0: racist people. Because the only only way that that segment uh, ends up any... Any good is if somebody like Scorpio Sky, like gets this look on his face, like no, Dan, you crossed the line,
1: and that's it, right? Like, you, so that's the other. Right, instead,
2: is, you guys shut the fuck up, Chance, and you've got all these. And you know, got, Ethan Page is like, bring it, bring yes, it. yeah, exactly. Which I guess at least lends some wrestling credibility, right? Like it is just a show to it. Sure, but to that's me, f- I was just like, no, this is like inciting violence. Like, yes, one hundred percent is don't fire them up.
1: Right, and, and and that's it. And the other thing I have is you're making whatever the end goal is. I still, another thing that confuses me with it is you're making Cody look like shit even more. Cause yeah. where the hell are you? Why are these three guys right. yeah, come at doesn't, your doesn't, wife? Doesn't right. Come out to do he doesn't come out to save his wife. Right. Is he, is he not there? What is he doing?
0: Oh man! What if the forbidden door signing on Wednesday is just Cody because he's a free agent?
1: Oh shut up! <laughs> <laughs> that would be the that's worst. That's not the type of heat you. You just got good heat with MJF, yeah. and you would go three steps backwards if you did. If that was to heat your room. The roof. worst. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I don't. I don't think it's that because I don't. I don't even. Th- even though he's a free agent, I don't think that's a forbidden I, door. Nobody. That nobody said no.
2: No, I don't think so. Yeah, nobody's that dumb. Yeah.
1: but you know. So I mean. To talk about that real quick, who are our top three options that could be?
2: Mm. Well, uh, you
1: already mentioned Jeff.
0: uh um, They're in
1: talks with Keith Lee, but it doesn't sound like it's him because it sounds like the talks are still going on. While well, we're talking about Keith Lee, shout out to him getting married over yeah, the congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, having me awesome. and him.
0: Also, I don't know if you guys saw the the pictures, but Shayna Baszler rocking a tuxedo get for at that right. wedding.
2: Good for her. I did not see the pictures.
0: Amy had showed me on Instagram yesterday. They were on Dakota Kai's Instagram, which made fans think that are they? Uh, yeah, hmm. But yeah, Shayna Baszler, rock I mean, she's no Sonya Deville,
1: but rocking a tuxedo. Yeah, Sonya Deville kills it. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? Is, so uh, what about Shane McMahon? Get out of here. Shane there. McMahon would
2: be phenomenal. That would be great. Uh, yeah. I mean, That's that would the be only... the ultimate. That would be the ultimate for Bindor. The only... yeah. Yeah, unless it was the long term that Shane McMahon was taking over AEW and eventually. <laughs> and here's the <my> thing. <laughs> it's it's the sign so... of
0: the contract yes. does
1: read McMahon. <laughs>
3: yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they... The only two I would, like, I'm gonna pop if it's Jeff because I like Jeff and whatever. Sure. But the only ones I'm gonna be excited for long term wise is if it's anyone from WWE that we're not realizing is without a contract. If it's a Mustafa Ali, mm. right? Uh, or if it's Shane for long-term story- storytelling. I, what saw a turn tweet.
0: Into. I saw a tweet saying, what if it's Mustafa Ali, and he's just like, let Tony Khan's <laughs> lawyers figure this out. Yeah. The hell with
2: this. Honestly. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would Can be be amazing. you imagine the Monday Night Moors being done in court? Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So those are the only two long-term wise I would be excited for. I'm going to pop if it's people I like, if it's Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, right. Jeff Hardy. But long-term wise, I'm going to get over it in two weeks because I'm probably not going to see them. That much because right. there's so much going
2: on. If it's Tanahashi, Okada, or Will Ospreay, I think that those would be big names. And yeah. the mean, suggests the, the Japanese promotion? U.S., right. although I understand that we've already broadened that with Impact Wrestling.
1: Now, do we think it's more likely WWE, former WWE, or former New Japan?
2: I feel like the way it sounded when you read it, it sounds more WWE, and it sounds yeah. Jeff Hardy sounds like the one. Yeah, I just yeah. don't like the ultimate forbidden door is kind of like eh, I mean, you're hyping out it a little really? too much. Like he, he just like carned his way it's, out of one company into another. I don't know if that's the ultimate forbidden door. It's right. Stardust. It's stardust. <laughs> the
1: ultimate forbidden door is space and time. No, honestly, I, I, I would
2: kind I would kind of does he show up with the Ascension or no?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would kind of pop for Stardust
2: though. Welcome to the wasteland.
1: I would I would pop for Stardust. I like Stardust.
0: I like Stardust a lot. <laughs> so do I. We're the only <laughs> Cody's the only one that didn't like Stardust. Everyone else thought everyone it was fun. Everyone else thought it was
1: great. Yeah, I thought he. Would- and again, shout out to Goldust because he was still doing great things then, and we were st- yeah. we were marveling at the fact that he's still going. And here we are. Every time
0: he, was- he does one of those Canadian destroyers, I'm like, God damn! Yeah, good nice job, Dustin. So great, man. I mean, you know, Bad Bunny kind of broke the the kayfabe that it's all the person taking it, and not much of the person. Yeah, but I still get bad but body credit. But it's still pretty still, great to see.
1: It takes two people to make oh, it look yeah. good, though. Yeah. yeah. So, Well, I mean, on the WWE side, we're getting Brock and Roman at Mania. Yeah. But beep, 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 beep. <laughs>
3: there
1: it is. <laughs> title for title seems to possibly still potentially maybe on the table. On the the table. On the table. Uh, we're doing an Elimination Chamber yeah, match for the title. Isn't he, uh, isn't he part of that as well? Yeah, so we got Lashley. This is actually a stacked uh, on Speaking paper. the last time that... Uh, elimination uh, Chamber.
2: The... I was so cringed as to be like, okay, this is making me uncomfortable. Was Bobby Lashley's sisters? Yes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> there yeah, you go. That was the last time. There you me. go. That's yeah. That and was. That's been some years. And that's yeah.
1: man, that was Sammy Zayn
2: too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah that was unfortunate. <laughs> uh Yeah. So
1: honestly, this chamber match is on paper great. Uh Lashley, Lesnar, Riddle, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins.
2: Yeah, I think it's if not either, bad. If either Seth or or lashley wins that you can you don't think brock does you don't
1: it. think they're doing title for title oh shit
2: brock yeah no brock's winning them. i'm sorry okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> brock is winning that match which actually is not no longer that much fun
1: i'm okay with that though. <laughs> like i'm okay with the fact that well, you know, yeah, you're getting what you I want, want. One, you want one, those one titles world, world unified. World champion, right? i want all the titles unified at least not all the tag and women's and the main <laughs> title. unify
0: the women's and the heavyweight title
1: Unify them. (laughs) Unify them in the sense of if we're not doing one roster, one solution is if we unify those titles, if you're a champion, you can go on either show. Right. And I think that gives us a little more something. How about
2: if Brock and Ronda also um, take the... Tag team titles, but as solos, they just yeah. go in and wreck the tag team. Right. And take the belts. <laughs> no, I don't, be I don't, put These belts are, are like, now unified. I yeah, tag I
1: myself. Now I do not want either of one of them winning for sure, <laughs> but uh, I would like to see the titles unified, even if it is just a world title unified. I think that would be fun that Roman or, you know, I would prefer Roman right now, but it, that Roman can show up on Raw or SmackDown and have a program. And yeah, I one. feel
0: like if you're going to have like a
1: top guy, you shouldn't have top guys. Just have a top guy. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because Bobby Lashley just said in an interview, he has, you know, I feel like I have the most important title. What company do you work for? WWE. I'm the WWE champion. And I don't disagree with him. Right? Now, I, I'm not saying Roman is better than Bobby, but I feel like the top title is the WWE title it should be it should be it hasn't you know what does universal mean right. universal title like what so you know aew has the aew world title if you're the champion of aew you're that champion
2: sure Well, you know? they now also the idea of two heavyweight championships is stupid i mean it's very it's much always so. been, but right. i think they put they put it, it kind it that of wrecked way. boxing actually well it did <laughs> yeah several and titles it, it,
1: it only came about because of the split rosters they wanted one world champion on right. all shows yeah and again, I just don't think split rosters are the way to go anymore. In general, you know, bec- especially with another when you don't have competition, then yeah, split yes, split your rosters because then, you know. then the show is drastically competition. different.
0: Oh wait, there's like four other wrestling companies that right. have you know stuff, and one that's like gaining major traction in right. AEW, like. All right, maybe maybe let's stop messing
1: around. Yes, let's get one main roster and let's roll. And the uh, the other roster, quote unquote, is AEW. Did you see that they've also announced a women's elimination chamber? I was just about to get to that. Oh, yeah. I I saw that
0: before we like about a half hour before we started. I saw that they announced that it's going to be. Uh, the winner is going to face either Lita or Becky Lynch who are also wrestling over in Saudi Arabia for for the title. I'm okay with that. Um, but the roster for that one is Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Dewdrop, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan.
1: And there's going to be a surprise entrant. Yeah. And that's like, that's again, I'll always get a little excited. I love surprises. Who could it be? Sure. I love that game. Who though? Right?
2: Like who's Ronda's already in the match or no.
1: Ronda's facing Charlotte at Mania. That got announced on SmackDown, which is very confusing. Now, this whole process is confusing, and Sasha could be it because they might do Sasha and Becky at Mania, or they might do a Fatal 4-Way. I don't know because you had Ronda show up on Raw, take out Becky, go to SmackDown where they said Ronda has chosen Becky before Ronda even came out, so they allowed Charlotte to choose somebody, and Charlotte chose Sasha Banks. Uh Uh-huh. And then Rhonda comes out and chooses Charlotte. So now that we're promoting Rhonda and Charlotte, if it sounds confusing, it's because it is. Yeah, that is confusing. Like, are we trying to? Are we trying to get Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte? Are we trying to get Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte, Sasha? We trying to kill time. Yeah, <laughs> are we trying to kill time. Because we what don't have we a plan. Because you know, Sonia Deville said we have been informed that she chose Becky. So Charlotte chose Sasha. Why even mention Sasha? Right. If we're just going to go with Rhonda Charlotte, unless we're leading to that, and now you have an open spot, could it, is it Sasha Banks? I don't know any other women that's even an option.
0: I'm kind of sad that I feel like they missed the window on having a fatal four way between Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky. I don't. Oh,
1: yeah. I wouldn't say At you Mania, missed a window. Ooh, the window. Ooh, Bailey.
2: They As the a surprise whole. entrant. Yeah, maybe. Of course person thing. right? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, wouldn't blue, to,
1: I, I think it's going to happen at some I point. I mean,
2: Bailey or Oscar would both be fun. I, I yeah, think they're both Oscar would be a fantastic I, addition to I that. I prefer both of them. But
0: it's another one of those things where, like, okay, so... Was it the last time they were there that they had like the first women's match, or they, yeah. you know, like they've had a couple of women's matches, but always like a singles match of some sort? And mm. now you're literally going to have like a six
1: women's match and a singles oh, women's match actually, in Saudi yeah. Arabia. That's well, then, you, yeah, yeah, fascinating. Very much so. And then you got so other people talk about Lexa Bliss. Yeah, I can see that. Sex?
0: I had read in one of the dirt sheets that they had filmed nine of these Alexa Bliss therapy segments, um, and like. It's up to them if they want to wait nine weeks to, until Alexa Bliss to officially comes Here's back. Here's an idea. Or if they want Don't
2: fucking s- drag it out for nine weeks. When they drag out these promos forever, yeah. it al- it's always disappointing. is coming, off. though. Oh, Veer's yeah.
1: still coming. Veer's yeah. coming. He was yeah, yeah.
2: tweeting today,
1: which is weird, and he put a smiley face emoji. Still I'm waiting
2: like, to see Mojo Rawley with a cracked face. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, that. The last time the... Long ass intro worked was Mankind, and that was in 1992. Okay, yeah, <laughs> there's there's more examples sometimes. of it not working than there are right. of it working, yeah. Yeah.
1: right? Uh, another someone else, someone, uh, people are talking about Lacey Evans.
2: Oh, well, Lacey Evans is an interesting choice,
0: yeah. yeah I read somewhere that with? like Bailey, Asuka, and Lacey Evans were the three names, that it's like, well, they're ready. Well,
1: and here's my it's thing, though, it's just up to us. They the o- we want to pull the trigger. The only problem is I th- I don't think any of the five people who are announced are winning. So you gotta think who's Sh- Shayna Baszler? Right. Like who's the WrestleMania match for Becky? Yeah. Because none of the five, nothing against them, but like we've done Bianca, we've done Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, Nikki, Aunt Rhea, have all gotten their shot. What WrestleMania program do they want? It's none of those five, so who would make sense? Lacey Evans and Becky ain't it. No. Right? Bailey and Becky would be fine. Sasha and Becky would be fine, right. I don't think it's Oscar, nothing against her. I just well, it
0: can't be Bailey and, and Becky because the last time we saw Bailey she was she was playing the uh the first round version of the Seth Rollins Becky Lynch character now,
1: yeah, but and that's but, but that's the thing. and I think that's what'll make it fun because Bailey turned into one of those heels like a Kevin Owens, like Seth Rollins and Becky. Well, Seth Rollins more than Becky right now. Which they, they, they play it so good that we love you mm-hmm. and we want to cheer you. And Becky or Bailey turned into that right before she, she got injured. She got injured. We right. didn't feel that as hard because of the fact that they were in the Thunderdome and you know, no right. crowds. But social media wise, people loved it and people wanted Bailey at the Royal Rumble. Are you interested in the the game that's going out in March? The
0: WWE two K twenty two? Wow they're playing the ads for. Because two K twenty was an unmitigated disaster. Very much so. So, I like, I keep seeing the ads and thinking, eh, maybe this one won't be so bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be fine. But It's it, got to
2: get good. It's got to get an 8.0 or better in the 10 well, point reviewers. Well, when review you only have like 12 people
1: head. on the roster to choose from.
2: Oh no, they have everybody because they own everybody's rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like the the NWO are all gonna be in names. it, the big boss man, like all oh, Randy Savage and China all are all gonna, yeah, gonna be in there. But then they've you know got in fact they showed the screenshot there's a general manager mode this year, and you can pick one of four general managers. One of them is Shane.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <Nope. that's>, yeah. <laughs> I saw the
0: tweet, like 2K just like <laughs> they just throw their hands up, or like. We, we, waited, we waited to show this until like two months before it came out, and you've already cut one yeah, of the people. It's it's- God. <laughs> Next, <Yeah>. ne-
2: <laughs> Wouldn't Triple H be the most ultimate uh, forbidden <sighs> breaker?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: sorry, that would that. be amazing. I mean, yeah, don't say, get that in
1: my head. Even, <laughs> even Amy
0: had said, so last night uh, I decided to put on a good Royal Rumble while we were eating dinner. I, I went to, I think, 2001's Royal Rumble. It's when Triple H comes back and, and wins the Royal Rumble.
1: No, 2002.
0: Is that two thousand two? Okay, yes. yeah, that's right. Because two thousand one was Stone Cold Stone Steve Austin, but we were having fun watching that. Um, when Billy Gun
2: on the mic, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: damn it. When Billy
1: Gunn came out, the first thing she said, "It's Billy
2: S. So <laughs> nice. It's
1: working. Yeah, it's working. It's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stone Cold's not bad. I, in fact, it's funny you say that because again, I do my old wrestling watch, and I'm in April two thousand two right now, so I'm seeing a lot of Austin oh, yeah, promos, right, right. right? Yeah. And he's again, him and Rocks, their deliveries spot on. Yeah. The problem is it's the same shit every week. Yeah. It's a, you know what I mean? Like they, they pulled it off. Great. It sold
2: Some shirts though. Right. It sold shirts. Did.
1: That's what it did. Right? right. But in the, in the end it doesn't come, it, it doesn't come off as whether or not it is as scripted. Yeah. Right. Like today's promos, you, the good ones, right. The Kevin Owens of the world and the CM punks. Well, I think the, part of that, they're on the fly. Yeah. I was going to say, I
0: think a big part of that is do you look lost? Yes. Do you ever while you're doing while you're doing your back and forth? Do you ever look lost? Because if you look lost, then it looks way scripted.
1: Right. But sure. I mean, if you're just repeating the same catchphrases over and over, and you're doing it well, you're you're right. hitting your points. That's great. Right. But you lose me a little bit because it's the same shit over and over. What made CM Punk so great and Kevin Owens is, you know, and Eddie Kingston and whatever you don't know what the fuck they're gonna say. Yeah. Whether or not it is scripted, whether or not they are just saying what's on the script, or whether or not they're actually just going off the top of their head with some sh- and going off the script.
0: You're salty today. Whatever it
1: is. He dropping F bombs and S
0: bombs all over the Rollins
2: and and Roman Reigns right now are delivering just amazing promos yes. and they have to deliver story turns yep. that are scripted for them. Right. So, I mean, in terms of acting, there's no doubt that they are, like, uh, miles above, right. well, what The Rock and, well, and Stone Cold were at the time. Yeah, it's um, it's
1: just the script that they're rolling with, right? Even Triple H. Triple H is another great one on the mic.
2: Right. And I just he, feel like probably 20 years ago, the scripts had to be so much smaller, right?
1: It was, because, they again, they just repeated Like, they got to the same catchphrase. They may have gotten there a different way each week, right. but they got to the same catchphrase. Yeah. Triple H... Great on the mic, great delivery, but in the end it was because I am that damn good and I am the game. Right. And that's it. Like that's That that was the point of his whole thing. Make
0: fun of Kevin Kelly, say something funny, uh, say it's great to be back in wherever your thing yep. is, and then end it with, do you smell what the rock is cooking?
1: And that's it, right? Stone Cold, what? 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 <laughs> you know? And as funny as that was, the, the creativity wasn't there. They may have just not been allowed to. And I'm not saying he couldn't if he was allowed to. I'm just saying... I'm going by what I was seeing, right? Yeah. yeah. That's no, what, I, and no I feel like John Cena was the first one. John Cena seemed like the first one to kind of at least come off as if he was co- going off the script, you know, Fair. and Stone Cold and the rock felt like they were following the same script every single week with no matter who the opponent was. That's the only, that's the only, right. matter, that's my only issue when you're comparing promos.
0: Do we really believe Shane McMahon is the reason the Royal Rumble sucked?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I mean, cause I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's, I think he's,
0: He's basically taking the fall for it at this
2: point. I mean, not unless he replaced a great special appearance because he was like the biggest shocking appearance and shocking appearances is part of the Royal Rumble. Right. Right. And
1: that's my thing is if he wasn't a a surprise entrant, I wouldn't believe it so much. Right. If he was hundred percent behind the scenes and they blamed him, I would be with you like, okay, well these, One
0: person. There's all these stories in the last week or so of like, he was really difficult to work with and he was, he wanted to be number one out. And then he, the, at some point during the rumble, uh, he wanted to, he was number 28 and he wanted to be number 27. And then like Shane's music hits and Randy Orton had like the next number. And he looked at him. And he's like, I'm not going out there. It's your music.
1: You better, you better get out there. <laughs> You ain't gonna say another Randy Orton, right?
2: Yeah. Well. <laughs> and apparently he got into it with Bork. Huge mistake. Yeah. It's either me, your son, <laughs> or Brock. That, that, that's beep. Vince McMahon right there. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna tell you this one last time, Dad. You have to choose right now between you either choose me or you choose Brock. Okay. Okay. So um, maybe think about it for just a few. Mo- beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I wish I had the f- the, f- the twenty second bork alarm. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> so just so going off manual, over like, and over work, and over work, work, again. Work, 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 work. I, I
0: could give you two bork bu- buttons. so you can push them back and forth <laughs> and
1: just
2: be really nasty with probably it. Enough.
1: I, if we could get proof that Shane was the one, and you know,
2: obviously it's all stories, whatever. But what if he shows up on AEW and says it was me all along? It was me all along. <laughs> I, would
1: love, I would love it. But
0: the contract <laughs> does read Khan, yes, but it's not Tony Khan.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, if he was in charge of this Rumble, yes, like he was to blame. The Rumble was bad, but what frustrates people even more is because of everything going on in the wrestling world right now. This year, and we did, we played the game, right? This year, more than any other year, you had so many options to sure. turn to to make this Rumble fun. Like, but usually it's just old time wrestlers, right? Maybe a couple injuries. Right. That's it. You had from NXT call-ups to to the, all the people that got cut over the year over the last year that still don't have a job to the forbidden door now being a thing in wrestling in general to NXT plus the old timers you did none of it right like and that's what again if Shane was in charge of the Rumble yes he deserves all the heat he's getting. Because there is absolutely no reason this rumble should have been as boring as it was.
0: So this is a couple of things that we re- recognized watching a Royal Rumble from 2002. So 20 years ago. First of all, it used to be two minutes between people instead of 90 seconds,
1: which I, I, I like. Which it. is
0: fascinating because two minutes is too long. Yes. For for that. But also, I think Austin comes out at like number 10, and then you know proceeds to last for the rest of the the, the rumble until he gets eliminated. But guys like Val Venus come out and like get their shit in before Austin just gives them a stunner and eliminates them. And you don't, that's not something you get now. Like Brock Lesnar hits the ring and nobody gets their shit in. He yeah. just tosses everybody out of the ring and at fives, everybody yeah. and guys like stone cold, Steve Austin and triple H. And I think Kurt angle was in that rumble yep. and like letting guys like Scotty too hottie, just, you know, get their shit in before the Undertaker is out real early, too. And, like, lets the Hardys beat the piss out of him before he eliminates both of
1: them. Right. And then Maven got rid of him. Right. Right. And it's just... And that's that's what they did with the Rumble. Each person that came out after the first two at least got two other moves in. But whether or not they lasted or got eliminated. Right. But they, it was like a hot tag, right? Yeah, exactly. You get a hot tag and you get some moves in right. and then we get back to the regular tag match. Each rumble entrant was like a hot tag,
0: but they would fill out the ring a lot too, yeah. which you don't see anymore. They they don't like trust the guys to like have people on the sides to like, don't, you know, don't look lost, but for God's sakes, look like you're getting some breath right. while somebody gets their spot. And that's what that made me think was Pat Patterson like the secret sauce of the Royal Rumble because it was it famously like he came up with it. Right. And it makes me wonder was he The only person that could like feasibly write a good Royal Rumble and and now and now like
1: no just nobody else can do it.
2: Well and how can that possibly be? How hard (laughs) can it be to write a Royal
1: Rumble? (laughs) It's really not that hard. (laughs) And like in the end, another mistake they made is they turned the Royal Rumble into promoting it as anyone can show up. Because they never used to mention that, right? Right, like they never they they would just highlight the people that are announced for the rumble.
2: Well, at least they're thankfully not and th- leave it be, pretending that anyone can win,
1: right? We well, yeah. that's too, sort of to know, yeah, right. But like they they used to just you know promote the people who are announced for the match and leave it be, and if and then the returns would happen, but they would just be you know shocked there. Then they started promoting the rumble as it's so exciting because you never know who's going to show up. Right. Stop promoting. Like now we got it in our brains that even though we kind of already did, but now even more so, cause you're saying it, it's the rumble who they got, who do they get to show up?
2: Yeah. Right. And then this year you got nobody setting us up for disappointment. Exactly. Before he died, uh, Roddy Piper was able to do some podcasting, which is if it's still, uh, easy to find, I would assume it is, uh, really worthwhile but he had made a point that the problem that the attitude era um laid on all of professional wrestling forever is that you went so nuclear in such a short amount of time that you did basically like everything that you can possibly do as a wrestling spectacle right and you were doing it like on the weekly right it was like top last week top the other show top last week top the other show and it was like just this fren- frenetic pace and that you needed to then like go to the PG era and, like, sort of reset for a generation. Yeah. Where now it's almost like this felt like the ultimate reset, right? Like, like we're not even going to give you the NXT stars from our new NXT show, which we just fired everybody for. Right. Or like, this is the ultimate, like, bland skim milk. This is, like, room-temperature skim milk. Now, next, next year, anything that happens is going to be better than room-temperature skim milk. Right. And therefore it's a plus right so you start going to pluses every week or every year rather like that's where i keep waiting though when are we going to start going to pluses well, I, yeah. need, I need canon where is uh, the bottom <laughs> i you know i need some kind of respect for uh the wrestlers that i like um especially now that you have so few wrestlers on the, uh, on the roster like everybody's stuff should always count even if it's not going to be for next week maybe not this mania maybe not the next 3 manias don't just bury people and make them a clown show right. with the intention of like, one day we're just gonna not need this clown show anymore. It's like uh, I saw someone um, speculating, or might have even been backstage chatter, uh, that essentially Dewdrop is the replace the low cost replacement for Nia Jax. She's the big brawler. They only need one big brawler in the women's division. Nia Jax got paid a lot of money, and she wouldn't get her uh, her vaccine shots. So therefore do drop you go out and do so every time you see do drop on the screen this should have been an jack spot is sort of the the idea there behind it i believe it and um yeah it's just this I, we every everybody's stuff should mean something so that if if stories ever matter again someone can go oh my god you this character did this and this and this three right. years ago it's like with like with the comic book stuff, right? Like right. You, you pull something out, like a character that was 10 years, like a ridiculous comic. like a. It's uh, way
0: more fascinating. Someone
2: figures out a different spin on this character that died in 1983 that never had a comic that anyone paid attention to. Right. But it's way more fascinating when you
0: can look at canon and, and figure out a way, you know, figure out an angle at it. Yeah. Than to just wipe it away and be like, ah, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, especially when you do it every week, it's right. like how many times have you wiped? Like you tricked me again. Yeah, how many times have I been tricked? We're gonna right, give exactly. you what we're gonna give you what you want. <laughs> right? Well,
0: that's, that's what I said when day one when day one happened. I was like, there was the opportunity, yes, to turn the corner, and they didn't. And then Royal Rumble was like.
1: Okay, if you're if you're gonna turn the corner at all this year, it's probably here, and they didn't. So I like, still don't right. hate on day one as much as you do. I thought day one was a good show, especially what the situation was. What it was. Is it? I'm, I'm looking. I've got the list up right now, and like, has there been
0: a worse Money in the Bank run than Big E's? I mean,
1: yeah. In a sense, of I mean, like, there's guys that in a sense to cash of who it deserved it, it or like what because I know there's what guys what was that, the point of putting it on Corbin? There's guys that, that, that failed time. to cash it in, but I'm saying
0: like Corbin guys who guys spot. who literally won the title and then like
1: just <laughs> Jack Swagger. That's what I would have thought, but I I don't know that Swagger won it right after winning won the title right after Mania, yeah, and he what lost it in a month or two. He lost it by
2: like that's what I'm a. looking here. Andy, yeah, it was still Jack Swagger. Oh, well, according to he was to this. still Jack Swagger. Yeah, poor well, 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 that guy the was problem. Jack
0: Swagger. So, so according to this list on uh, what is this? ITN WWE uh, Jack Swagger had it for four days. Okay,
1: yeah, the briefcase for four days.
0: No, he had the. Uh, no way. Oh yeah, he held the briefcase for four days. Yeah, he, I
1: think he lost it a couple months. I think he right. lost the to Ray. But like,
0: I remember when CM Punk, you know, cashed in. On edge and had it and like they immediately put him in a feud with friggin uh, Bradshaw and it was it, it was all about the like you don't deserve to have to, to be yeah. wearing that title and and then they took it off him uh, without him even being in the match right and put it on Randy Orton yep and I was like well that sucks but not as much as Big E friggin the- Biggie e and generally winning the big one. And then like having, I think one successful defense against Lashley maybe. Well,
1: now I'm more upset about the biggie situation. Cause at first I wasn't because I had so much faith that biggie, and this isn't a knock on Kofi.
2: Oh, the Otis money in the bank run sucked.
1: Yeah. Otis. Yeah. That's a good one.
2: Yeah. That was terrible.
1: Yep. But I had so much faith that biggie was not going to fall back into the tag team division with the new day. I thought he was that good. That even if he did not get... I thought there was a chance he could win the Rumble. Sure. I thought there was a chance he could get the title back from Brock or Roman. And even if they didn't put the title back on him, put him in a main singles program with a Seth Rollins, a Kevin Owens, Mm -hmm. or whatever for Mania. He deserved that, and he could pull that off great. Yeah. And what do they do? Move him to SmackDown, and now he's a tag team with Kofi again. Mm -hmm. How... What a waste. It was right in front of you. Yeah. And I'm not even mad about Brock taking the title off him because that shouldn't have ruined him. Right? Like right. I, know, and I know it ruined Kofi, but that should not have ruined him. He could have had great singles feuds. He could have been right back in the title picture, have him win the rumble, put it. He's not even in the chamber match. Right. Like, how is he not a part of this? He was just your world champion. Right, and now he's not even fighting to be a champion again. You're telling me he's going to go right back to being a tag team with the New Day?
0: That's what I mean when I'm like, was there a worse Money in the Bank? Now, winner the, uh, now I agree with Championship you. winner it's when like, he
1: first lost it, I wouldn't agree.
0: You, you're immediately in light speed
2: right back where you started, and like where he started isn't a bad place. No, and because of the weird way they book things, if Kofi gets hurt, then that means that Biggie is on the shelf for as long as right Kofi and Xavier. Yeah, that's the are only are way this outrated. gets any worse.
0: Yeah. Is now, it is if both Xavier and Kofi are injured and we just don't see Big E for two months. Right, he's
1: he's having a match with Corbin every other week. And what blows my mind, too, even though he was a champion a short amount of time, I have never seen a champion who just won it, who hasn't been a champion before, and only have it for that, for that short time and makes so many national appearances. Yeah. Like he did. Right. he was He was doing intros for the biggest fights in boxing. He was... Getting predictions for the biggest college football games because it was football time. He was makes everywhere. You,
0: makes you wonder if like, he got what? if he if he got some outside offers while that
1: was going on and was like, hmm, I right, could, I could do a lot better, right? Like what? How do you have a guy make your company look that good, that quick mm-hmm. with that short of a title run? And I'm okay. Again, I'm not mad that they took the title off of him because that's part of the business. But then you just Defer him right back to the mid-card of the tag team division without even a rematch for the title, without any other main programs. It's WrestleMania season. He just proved he's one of your top guys. Put him in one of the – there's two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah. Find room for him in a one-on-one match. Put a title. Put the IC title back on him. Right. Something. Something. Have him and Priest do a program for the U.S. title. Hell, I would watch, watch that.
0: I'd watch Shinsuke and friggin' Big E. Shinsuke and
1: Big E, Big E and Damian Priest, give me K.O. or Seth, Seth Rollins, something. Mm-hmm. But instead, we just defer him back to Kofi, who deferred back to Xavier. Now, listen, the New Day is great. I love the New Day, but what is proving is the New Day has stopped Xavier, Kofi, or Big E from ever having a legitimate singles run ever again. Yeah, well, it's it's like a
0: lot of people in the WWE. Once Vince McMahon sees you as one thing, that's who you are for the rest of your career.
1: But the problem is, is you see someone like the Shield, and they not only broke them up, they let them all go on their own ways, and now all three are individually three of the biggest stars in wrestling.
0: Right. Why well, are we you, not you doing the same thing with the dude? Th- they started with the Shield. You can convince the old man, but it's really hard and right. it takes a long
2: time. Well, just, Mox had to go to a different company to be the character he wants to be. But <laughs> right. it's still,
1: he's still a top guy, and Roman and Seth are running things on WWE. So you let them. Everyone remembers them as a Shield. Uh, yeah. Everyone will always pop if and when we ever get a Shield reunion mm-hmm. or a,
2: a, a Shield program for a year or two again. In Mox's book, he was talking about eventually one day having a uh shield uh with brody uh shield oh uh, man eventually yeah tag team yep. yep because they had rivaled for s- so long right. that you had built right. storylines there
0: right and that was that was how i always felt about the uh the tlc match guys like the dudleys the hardys and edge and christian like those six guys you should be able to like
1: make a tag team out of any of those six guys right
2: and, yeah and yeah. That's yeah. It. maybe they should have been the aces and eights back in uh, impact <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: And you know it's just it's one of those things where it's like the New Day should be treated just like The Shield and for some reason they're not the <laughs> for, Shield, some reason. for some let's, reason let's let's put it together right <laughs> but it it's it should be no different The Shield started Roman Reigns, John Moxley and Seth Rollins to be where they are and for, why is it that the New Day is doing the opposite for Big E Kofi and Xavier
2: Where I think they could run into trouble eventually is is eventually Big E, and I don't even mean leaving for AEW, I mean Big E leaving for a company that's not going to treat him shitty that isn't necessarily professional wrestling. Right. Because that's sort of the stratosphere that we saw that he may be on, right? Like, he's building huge connections. It, you know, He, like was he wants one of, to make, like, big He was one impact. of the guys
0: that was on Cameo that, like, when
1: they pulled everyone's Cameo, yeah. that was just making bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and this isn't, again, I respect... All of them. Love all of them in the new day. But I do get the vibe that Biggie is stuck with two people who, one who is more concerned with his outside obligations and Xavier Woods. And I, I feel like he looks at wrestling as a side gig. He I enjoys mean, it's it. I speculation, right? We
2: don't know. At this point. It's, it's just and so hard. And
1: someone s- in Kofi who is too much of a, for lack of a better term, yes, man.
2: He's a journeyman at this point. Yeah. Not nothing else, right? But like, he, he's definitely yeah. would be in the Christian category. Right. Yep. Um, and it,
1: the, how long he's been in the company, and the fact that he's only had one world title run and got knocked right back down, like right after he lost, shows that he doesn't stand up for his own talent, right?
2: And but, I, I wonder if also this botch at the Rumble, does Vince McMahon say you're a good soldier? And you get another chance because obviously you're fucking Kofi Kingston. You get another chance. You've made me a ton of money over the last 10 years. Or does he say, like, there's this uh, apocryphal story that when um, Mark Henry went to get the world's strongest man the second time, Vince McMahon was like, I can let you have time off to do this, but understand I don't have room on my roster for the second strongest man in the world. Right. Basically saying, if you want to take time off from my company to prove you're the world's strongest man, you either win or I fire you. Right. Right. So does he have that attitude? Like, Hey Kofi, you know what? Loved when you were doing great stuff at the rumble. Now that you can't do that anymore. Right. Right.
1: Well, it's just, it's one of those things where you look at the, the greatest tag teams, greatest groups, right? And 98% of them, are, were great, at some point got a legitimate run on their own. Edge and Christian went out on their own. They both became world champions, singles guys. Jeff and Matt, same thing. The Dudleys are like one of the only exceptions. Mm-hmm. But DX, The Shield, all these, you know, evolution, what they turned Batista and Randy Orton into, like all of these groups led to them being great on their own. And I know Big E, Xavier, and Kofi are, are close in real life, and we're just getting what they are in real life on screen. Which is great, mm-hmm. but they to me they're too content with that because that's the only thing I can think of as to why you sure like two thir- two thirds of you got a world title run out of it, but the second you lost that title, you went right back to being the new day.
2: Right, I mean, I guess this is where you as more of a um, in the mold of a sports analyst. I don't. I'm always uncomfortable with telling anybody that they're un- <laughs> like, you're too comfortable with your position. Like dude, they're living their fucking lives. Like well, who am the, I right. to say shit about in shit about shit? If he wants to only broadcast on Twitch from his turlet, right. That's his pot. You know, like yeah.
1: I'm only talking about being a, what, what we feel biggie could be. Right. I only talk about being a world champion and they don't care. I don't want to say it like that, but if that's, you know, they, they are, they're living great lives. The new day is freaking amazing. They work for a big company like WWE. They are as protected as anyone in that company right now. I feel like Roman Reigns is the only one. Yeah. Other if one. If none of the three of them got released in the last year and a half, they're yeah. not kinda. Yeah, no, they're, they're not cutting a New Day. And, it, and, you know, Xavier's got great things going outside of the business. They're all great people. Trust me. I, like, they're living great lives. I'm only talking about being top players, top faces in the company. And if that was a goal for any one of them individually, it will never happen because they are so content with the new day. And it's not a bad thing to be content with the new day.
0: But no, it's a pretty. It's like I said before, it's not a bad spot to be. In. Oh, it's yeah. not a bad and spot again, to it's be. Ex- but all it's of us speculation,
2: that want, we, we don't yes. know. And but all I of have us a that want Biggie Big will be pounded on Vince's door for as long as he's at that company, looking for that spotlight again because he earned it and it was yes. taken away for essentially political reasons. Right? I, mean, I don't mean like politics, politics, but like you know, for company right. like yes, like look, we we have Roman and we have Bork and we gotta filter everything into that because right. we're coming out of a pandemic and we're the company's lost half its workforce and you you know like I I get why they 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 shifted the belt. But yeah, I, I'm totally with you. I think that I I will be surprised if a year from now he's just toiling away with the New Day again. If that's the case, I think we can have this conversation sure. more earnestly.
1: I, I I didn't think this way when Kofi had his situation happen where he went right back to the new day right i'm starting to feel this way when to well, no, see biggie e, was
2: already a sort of a journeyman sort of a uh, yeah but even
1: as a singles competitor he didn't get any higher than the ic title no and that no. wasn't a legit like main title run right? no
2: he was an older guy he was you know sort of a sort of a lightweight right you know like i get like that for him that i thought was the mm-hmm. like all right here's like the lifetime achievement award kind of sure thing where yeah. Big yeah E is much more of a you're in the prime of your career let's see what you can do with right. this
1: and, and again it should the and fact and he that biggie he did, and yeah, still right, got, the he got great things him. he lost the title but the fact that he took the same exact route as kofi going right back to they, they changed shows
2: yeah well that's also, like
1: we're gonna pull you from raw so you can go to be with this guy the biggest thing about the only thing that people were excited about when they split up the new day is great. Biggie is separate from them. He can be his own guy. They literally canceled all that. So you can go be back with the new day.
0: The boogeyman has signed a legends contract.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs>
0: <get your hand. laughs> he showed, he showed the contract on Twitter, said a Hugh H U G H a Hugh. Thank you to WWCO Vince McMahon. You spelled his name wrong too. Because that Legends contract ain't worth nothing? <laughs> he spelled what Vince McMahon's name? Wrong? Vince M A C M A H O N MacMan. Is he thinks he is Gerald Briscoe? Wow, Mister
2: McMahon Easy think- boogeyman, like <laughs> dude, like take a little bit of that contract and hire an editor.
1: I think he's, I think he's typing the way he speaks. Maybe. Because Maybe. remember, he has that at least... I don't know if he actually has it or if it's part of his character. He's it's like missing a
0: his teeth. Yeah, he's missing his front.
1: Yeah. So I think the hue is huge. And I think, he, <laughs> if I remember right, he would say Mac-Man like that. Yeah. Okay. So I I think it's intentional. I hope so.
2: Kayfabe, motherfucker. I th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know the Boogeyman well enough. I love looking at pictures of him. Like right now, he's on there with his... Yeah, uh, with the worms. With his red face and the worms. The worms are really gross. Yeah, <laughs> they made that, not, that look gross. That's not really anything for me, but... Um. Yeah, I like the idea of the boogeyman, and uh, he looks a little bit like um, Darth Maul. Yeah.
0: That's what I made my spooky bullshit character look like in the One Fall Show Super Universe mode.
2: Oh, which Got people can kind of find a- on uh, Limit Break Radio.
0: Yep. Over on Twitch every Saturday afternoon at 4:30. Yeah, yeah,
2: well, let's wrap up the show, man. We've been on for a little over an yeah. hour. Real We're quick, up, you we
0: didn't mention Goldberg is facing. Oh, God. God. yeah, no, we don't need j- to talk, talk about, about that. that next week. All right, cool. We don't need to talk <laughs> about Nia Jax either. That's
2: quite, no, quite no all right. Nia, Nia Jax. Let's let's also let's bring that up next week. I think there's yeah. interesting stuff in there. But um, yeah.
1: Nia Jax makes me say the sentence I would never say, you know, for a lot of people, and that is, I'm okay with her not having a job. Yeah, well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna try to segue into Nia Jax earlier, and then I was like, you know what? Um, there was she some great stuff. It. There was some good stuff on the Rene Paquette, Rene Paquette podcast yeah, that we were going to talk about, but
0: horrible sessions.
2: Yeah, the show went um, just cruised along. So you know, let's just let's right. roll with it. Well, yeah, it's a good
0: it? good point. I want to send a shout out to, to Perplex Entity. He's in the chat and he's uh, hey, giving away Perplex some identity. tier one subs. I appreciate it, buddy. Go. All right. Thanks for showing up. Thanks everybody for showing
2: up. When uh, do oh, we do this on got Twitch? Some people here popped up here late. Hello. Yeah. What up, nerds? Paul
0: Gaming said he was screaming Adam Cole when we were trying to guess
2: this. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Justin. Where can people find you? Uh,
1: JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod. Uh, On social media at PPV underscore pod. Chuck's favorite podcast. Back for Elimination Chamber. And uh, looking to do a crossover episode with an unnamed podcast that we're not going to get into yet. Oh, details to come. All right. It'll be out the day before Chamber. Chamber is on a Saturday afternoon, right. uh, the 19th, so the episode's going to drop on the 18th. Are you doing a sh- uh, show for Impact's No Surrender? No. And that could be called the an Apple Podcast. in promoting
2: your show? How dare you? <laughs> I need to get that cut down to just be how dare you. How so. dare you? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. my Apple, bad.
1: Apple Podcasts and Spotify for that podcast.
2: All right, Chuck, where can people find you? Did I ask you that?
1: Uh, no, but you can find me on the nerd radio podcast over at,
0: uh, WRAF.com. And of course you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Chizuck, C-H-Z-U-C-K. That's where we record this show. It's where we record nerd radio and that's where I play some video games sometimes.
2: And we can also, you can find, uh, find that at Rob Liefeld feet.
0: Yeah. Well, that is true.
2: All right. And I'm Shawnee Constant. You can find me on Instagram at constant or on Twitter at one fall show. And, uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Erica, come back next week. We miss we you. Need you. We love you. <sighs> Have fun, everybody. Be safe. And don't fall in the hole. You can't see me. My time is now. now, now. I love that. I found the whole isolated audio track.
0: Yeah, that's great.
2: Whole isolated vocal tracks of that cracker just laying down rap.
0: There is a scene in the latest episode of Peacemaker <laughs> where he plays Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home on a piano. And while we were watching it, Amy's like, "I bet that overachieving motherfucker learned how to play piano and yeah. learned that song." too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. Guy who, lear- who taught himself Mandarin because well, we've got a big audience over in uh, Asia, so
2: you got an incredible amount of focus. I do not have Absolutely. That
3: kind
0: of focus. Oh. No, I can't can um, barely teach myself a song on the guitar.
2: I don't remember. Where, so, did um, are we ending every show with the Danhausen song? Is that how this is going? <laughs> we, I mean, we, we can't. I like it. Uh, we we yeah. put it up to the audience to uh, vote on, and then we never checked the votes. <laughs> 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 We're terrible hosts. <laughs> terrible hosts. Nice work. All right. Well. Boo! Fuck you! <laughs> this shit sucks. Who is this? <laughs> in one fall show,
3: housing. From Sean Housen. (laughs) It's Macomb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. Who is
1: Dan Housen must come on to this show? Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housen's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housen does not know this. This is... Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Who knows? One fall show. Listen
3: to this podcast. I've tricked Dan Housing into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rule the day. Anyways, love that Dan Eisen. There's
2: a rear view mirror. That's where you can put on your
3: makeup.
0: All right, Twitch. We're going home for the evening. Get some dinner. Thanks for hanging out with us. No uh, nerd radio this week, but I will play something on the computer on Wednesday. So make sure you tune in Wednesday at 11. 11.30. 11?
3: No, 11.30.